and welcome to episode 161, season 8, episode 6 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined cross down by Andrew. Hello, we're back from our siesta. Siesta? Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has it really been six episodes, even though we skipped some? Well, there was uh, previews, so. Oh, right, okay. Previews, yep. Also, that voice you're hearing is Tom. Hey, everyone, I'm back. I mean, I guess we're all back, but you know. We're all back. Uh, There was a a vacation for a couple weeks. I was out of town, and these two didn't do the podcast, so here we are. Andy asked us to do the podcast without him, as if he has not spent, I don't know, the past uh, eight years with us, and (laughs) I don't understand how we operate. I was full of confidence in both of you, and it was misguided. (laughs) Very misplaced. I I agree. (laughs) Uh, I am as disappointed in you as uh, Andrew's dog constantly is uh, in him. <laughs> Aww. He's all, leave him alone. <laughs> Poor doggo. He, he always looks so sad. Um, all right, anyway, let's start out by talking about the polls. Um, we got some uh, some movement in the non-human polls, I believe, this week. I mean, there's probably movement in... Uh, I'm talking about in the top, like, four or Who five. knows what anyway. they were last week? Yeah, who knows? That's true. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there weren't any polls last week because we didn't cover them. So the AP poll, top 10, we got... What has oh. changed since uh, week three? That's what we need to find out, right? Oh, boy. I don't know. That would take too much work to go back. Yeah, never mind. Anyway. Uh, Georgia, 35 first place votes. These are a lot more split uh, in the AP anyway. Michigan, well, 12 first be. place votes. Texas with mm-hmm. 10. Ohio State with 1. Florida State with 4. And Penn State at six, um, Washington at seven, Oregon eight, USC nine, Notre Dame ten. Uh, Notre Dame being your first one-loss team. Uh, then you've got a few um, undefeated teams after uh, Alabama at eleven. You got Oklahoma, Wazoo, and UNC. I had no idea they were still um, undefeated. Which I'm sure that won't last. Too Miami long. is also undefeated. <laughs> ACC came to play. Duke was almost undefeated. They just couldn't get it done. Well, there's also the ACC circle of suck hasn't uh, kicked in yet with it eating its own tail. So that's very true. We'll get there. Um, the coaches poll: We got uh, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State in third instead of Texas in this one, and then Texas at four, and the coaches: uh, Florida State, Penn State. USC, Washington, Oregon, and Alabama. Uh, fun fact here. Um, since we missed a couple weeks, there was a, uh, a a little tiff that happened between Lou Holtz and Ryan Day. And um, I think the gist of it was that Lou Holtz said that Ohio State was soft. And um, so, anyway, the uh, Notre Dame... Uh, or actually Lou Holtz. Apparently he still has a vote in something. And the Super he dropped 16. Them, he dropped them uh, the five five places this week when they were on a bye. So, uh, Pettiness is great. It is. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, actually, someone's at my door. Hold on, I gotta go answer real quick. Uh, okay. I feel like this is something that is not... Oh my god, you'll never believe what this here, guys. Hold on, he wants to, yeah, get, he wants to get on the headset. Okay. okay. It's the one and only Coach Lou Holtz is here. Oh, no. Oh, don't do this. 
don't do oh, it. Oh, any caps? This is uh, Lou Holtz. I just want to talk a uh, couple Christ. things about uh, what's. Uh, I have a list here of things that are more soft than. Yeah, time out, time out <laughs> Lou Holtz, before you continue. I... <laughs> yeah. You sound more like the nerd from Family Guy than uh, actually Lou Holtz. This is Lou Holtz. I can't believe you don't think this is Lou Holtz. What, I, I just came out of the retirement homes, and I figure I could family get on this. Guy, not Family Ties. I could get on this podcast, which has oh, more listeners God. than me and Mark May's podcast, and uh, just go through my list of things here that I want to talk about. Uh, you sound like okay. somebody that, that kind of like somebody that used to be on a, a video game <laughs> podcast on the West Coast. Oh my God, Lou Holtz just died. Oh, okay. Um, well, and Ohio State Lou. just went up five points in he the died. Uh, <laughs> in the poll. All right, cool. That was an interesting bit. Lou Holtz was right. here. He's now dead in my room. Okay, wow. that turned dark really fast. Well. You know, Lou Holtz, talk shit, get smacked. I wow. Guess so. Did your dog bite him or is he just like... No, Ryan Day came over here and shot him in the face. Damn. All right. Jeez. Yeah. I'll Day's be honest. I, I don't know why... I don't, I don't know why Ryan Day gives a shit like what Lou Holtz was saying at this point. But uh, also, I think everybody's been saying that about Ohio State for a few years. So it seemed... Put on the to, film, like Day said. It seemed One bad really half. weird. To, to, like, single out this uh, dude that's barely functioning mentally. You know, I, I don't... I You know, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for me. It was for his players. And they all seemed sure. to respond well to that. And the recruits seemed to respond well to that. So I like the fire from Day, who's normally a very not-that-style-of-guy. I am surprised that there's a 17-year-old in America that knows who Lou Holtz is. That's I fair. don't think that they they probably don't, but they probably like to see that their coach was fucking fired up about something. I guess instead of being ho hum. This old man called us soft. Who cares? I don't Let's get him. I don't know why people were like know. hung up on like, oh, this old man. Like, fuck, he's like as old as Biden and Trump, and people fight about them nonstop and yell at them. It's uh, just a weird person for him to attack. I don't know. I mean, he whatever. became the talking point before the kickoff, and that's what it was. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. I I thought they were soft. Before that game, they had a good well, game against Notre Dame. Against Notre Dame, so were they soft versus Georgia? I mean, soft on the defensive line. They in the offensive line, they they did well. I mean, they they played a great game, but like I don't know that the lines were the what made them play a great game in those games. And I thought that's what Holtz was talking about. Anyway, that they they, they wait, did wait. respond to what he was saying, uh, and they played more physically on the line, so good. I, I think, Andrew, you have said more mean things about Ohio State this year than Lou Holtz has. Sure, maybe. Maybe not. Probably. Okay. You said the team ceiling is nine wins. That was uh, after a terrible fourth down call, which then I immediately, <laughs> after a miracle fourth down, rescinded uh-huh. my nine win, and now it's, uh-huh. now it's we've bumped it up to ten wins. <laughs> okay. All right. Let, let's just move on. Um... Do, do we want to go through the the FPI? I don't really care. Um, I would be okay oh, just. Oh, you don't care because rankings. George because George is fucking seventh in the FPI. Is that why well, you don't you, care? Well, you have not been playing well. I guess that's, that makes sense. Did you hear what I was saying about just skipping to the composite, which includes the SP plus? No. Why do I care about the SP plus? 
I only hear well, about the well, FPI. It includes it includes FPI too. I, I believe it does not. Nothing includes the FPI except for the FPI. No, it it's one of well, the six the things in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, let's see if there's inter- anything interesting in here. Um, we've got LSU at three and two is ranked number fourteen by FPI. That's interesting, I guess. Um, Were you reading the FPI or composite? Well, I we I just wanted to see if there was anything interesting in the oh, FBI. Oh, oh. <laughs> Take away my one thing I get to do in the fucking podcast. Just go ahead and do the whole thing. Okay. You just get to do, do pickums. Come on. Nope, just do the nope. bit. Just do nope. the bit. Nope. Done. That was his bit. <sighs> go ahead. Alabama at number three at four and one. That's interesting. Um... And then USC down at twelve at five and zero, also interesting. Um, I guess we'll talk about some factors into why that happened and some other drops as well. Composite I like rankings, Georgia only has a thirty percent playoff chance. Composite rankings: Georgia? We've got um, who are they going Ohio to State. lose to? Just okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right, carry on. Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Texas, Georgia, Oklahoma, Alabama. Washington, Penn State, and Notre Dame. Uh, USC, uh, kind of on the outside looking in at number eleven in the composites. So, and why will it be Kentucky this weekend? Kentucky, what? That's who Georgia. 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 Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to go over the next point. Let's just move right along. Right on along. Uh, we can't talk about what these spreads were last week because we didn't cover anything. But let's go and talk about last week's uh, some of the games that occurred. Friday we had Utah at Oregon State, and Oregon State won twenty-one to seven. Georgia was at Auburn. What's DJU doing? I haven't been paying. I haven't been following him this year. Has he been doing I, all right at Oregon State? I I mean as a team they seem to be doing well i every time i was watching the game i was looking to see he, how he was playing and he was on the sideline so he's he, he's doing fine <laughs> i would say okay all right not so he kind of looked good the first game and then he's kind of come back to earth yeah yeah pretty much okay uh he's right. looked he's he's looked average like a ser- okay. serviceable starting quarterback that's fine i mean that's probably what they best they can expect over there at Oregon State anyway. Hmm. Uh, he has 1,000 right. yards, 8 <laughs> touchdowns, 4 interceptions. 57% completion percentage. Uh, that Oof. sounds like him. Okay. That completion percentage. Yeah, that sounds like the same old DJ you to me. Um, especially considering the, the DBs he's thrown against are probably not even as good as what he was going against in the ACC. Well, I don't know about that. You don't think so? He's played, he's played the two best pack 12 defenses so far. Uh, all right. Sure. Um, Saturday, we had Georgia at uh, Auburn. Georgia wins 27 to 20. Um, yeah, this game was... Uh, the spread on it was... I want to say it was 14-ish. Something like that. Andrew, did you bet on this? No. You don't remember how I much it was, s- do you? I, I want to. I've been wanting to, uh, to 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 ask you about this, Andy. But you know, we've been on uh, <laughs> on hiatus. 14, Fourteen and a half. But okay. yeah. But uh, I remember during preseason times when we were talking about Georgia, and you said the offense would not skip a beat this uh, 
this year. <laughs> well, uh, how do you feel about that now? Uh, five week, four weeks in, five weeks in. Well, I would say with this game, this if we'd had a podcast last week, I would have said that fourteen and a half seemed about right. I would have also said that the only situation that this game is close is that uh, is that a lot of turnovers happen to uh, so that Auburn steals points and we lose points, obviously. Um, and uh, basically, that Jordan Hare um, shit housery kicks in. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, so hold on, hold on. All of those things kind ju- of happened. I, I just I don't just mean this game. I mean, yeah. in general, like, what were you, what was your, like, points per game last year, and what is it this year? Because I feel like it's probably, like, 10 points less than it was last year. I think so far it's uh, 41 points, or, sorry, it's uh, it was 41.8 last week. It probably took a hit after this one, because it was only 27. Um, I think it's fairly close to what it was last year. Uh, I haven't looked at it yet since Saturday, but like I said, I'm sure it came down a few points with that game being factored into the average um regardless yeah there were three uh georgia had three turnovers during the game they got one at the very end uh to kind of seal the game against auburn uh when auburn was in desperation mode trying to come back um near the end and then georgia got the interception and took a knee to to end the game well took several knees to end the game but Regardless, yeah, they got um, Auburn got 14 points um, of those 20 out of turnovers, um, which it, if you look at it that way, it's a potential 28 point swing because essentially 14 points for them versus we, we mm. potentially lost 14 points if you look mm. at it. Uh, Boy, that's some fuzzy math. I mean, it's I, uh, I it's remember two TVs. that I was I feel like I was ridiculed when I did this when Clemson played Duke, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, it's not that we wouldn't have gotten 28 points. It's that they wouldn't have gotten 14, and we would have potentially gotten 14. Either way, if uh, it, what what I mean to say is that those turnovers made the game uh, infinitely closer. Um, the concerns that I have at this but point they had the of same the season, turnovers. they did not. They had three, they we did. had one. Uh, what? what? No, you had two. Okay, two. They had, they had two. And we had one. No, they had two. Remember how last year you'd like to tell us that uh, fourth <laughs> down conversions not getting our turnovers? They had one of those. Two and two. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the um, the the game was essentially close with these uh, with these turnovers and the points gained off of them. And uh, but my I have concerns about the team um the first being that the offensive line is playing very well in pass blocking however run blocking is not great um there and i i don't know if it's coaching i don't i know it's not talent because of who they have there um things are not working they got to get their ass in gear uh, or there's a couple losses on this schedule with how they played uh, this last week. Um, defensive line, there is some talent. However, the front seven was very underwhelming this last week. The secondary has been very good. Um, however, Auburn doesn't really pass the ball that, all that much, and uh, I don't think that what they did 
running the ball should have been too much of a surprise. They um, they had one long gain with <laughs> Peyton Thorne, who I don't think had run the ball much all year. And maybe that's why he was effective, because they were like, this dude's never going to leave the pocket. And then <laughs> they, they ran him on a counter play outside, uh, like second play of the game or something, some shit, and had like 67 yards, um, which was wild to see. They were they were going after the um, after the edges quite a bit. They couldn't really run it up the middle, which I guess says something to the uh, to the defensive front. Maybe isn't quite as bad as I'm feeling. Uh, I don't know the the run defense. I mean, if you're not the, the run defense needs I mean, to I'm... improve. Um, yeah, the, yeah. They they have to set the edges better in run defense. They I feel like they were over pursuing some uh, with the defensive ends slash outside linebackers, depending on how we're playing, uh, crashing a little too hard and letting those quarterbacks pick up like enough yards for a first down and extend drives a couple times. So I think recognizing the opportunities of, you know, when it's, uh, when of how, how far those ends should, should push up the field versus kind of getting to the line of scrimmage and then not, you know, leaving a, a gaping uh, pocket for the for the quarterback to run through. Um, anyway, things have to get better for, for this next week. We'll talk All about it in a minute. All I will say is Georgia is lucky that Auburn forgot Brock Bowers existed or played at all. He had yeah. two catches in a row that were, like, fucking game. insane. They were the game because they literally didn't cover him or try to tackle him. They did. They did cover I feel him. Like George doesn't. Well, I feel sorry. like George doesn't have anyone else that you need to cover. I, so I know. Why don't you just put three people <laughs> right. on Brock Bowers? Right. That all well, they were drive. doubling. Well, hold up. They were they were doubling him the full the whole first half, so it was a little bit harder to get yeah. him the ball then. And but then, then they, they were passing it that he existed. Just let me speak. Then they were passing mm. it to the other receivers in that time. So as the game went on, he became more open because they were having to cover these other guys more. And he was being single covered, every time. and he was being single covered every time. with a linebacker and uh, and whatnot, which is obviously unfair. I mean, honestly, like single coverage with anybody is unfair against him, but especially with a linebacker, if you get that matchup, you throw it to him every time. Obviously, um, double double coverage is a he's a freak, but I don't I don't know if he can even beat that. Uh, the last play. two that he caught, they literally weren't covering him at all. <laughs> like not at all. And then well, there was the, there was one that, that you're talking about. They were doing a zone, so the DB was passing him over to the safety, and Beck hit him right at that transition from the DB to the safety. So yeah, he was he was in between the the coverage zones, and then decide not so, to tackle him. <laughs> they, I mean. I don't know if deciding not to tackle him or being unable to tackle him is the correct uh, phrasing, but the dude's a freak. He's just running, running through guys and like catching stuff one handed, like two plays in a row that was thrown. uh, At least one of them was thrown like kind of behind him and he just reaches his hand out and somehow catches it with one, like one hand on the fingertips and pulls it towards him for the catch. It was just, he's insane. Um, Yeah. Next year is going to be interesting when he's no longer there. So, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, that's way too long for the Georgia corner. Michigan was at Nebraska. Michigan won 45-7. I don't know. What are our expectations for Matt Rule this year at Nebraska? I would say better than what they're currently doing. 
I feel like this has been pretty disappointing. Yeah. No, they will not fire him after one year, but the expectation was higher than where they currently are. I mean, they lost to, let's see, who they played? Lost to Minnesota. Are they like three and three now? Lost to Colorado. Four. They've beaten Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. And they have they didn't look good against Minnesota. They didn't look good, good against Colorado. They looked like absolute dog shit versus Michigan. Well, it's Michigan. So what they're uh they're two and three now. Uh and we've got games against where are we at? Uh Illinois this weekend, Northwestern, that better be a W. Uh well, Purdue. The good and the bad is they play versus the Big Ten West. The good yeah. is they should theoretically be easy. The bad is if they lose those games, it's even worse. I mean, they're also seventh in the West right now, which is not great. Um, so they've got Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, Michigan State, Maryland, Wisconsin, and Iowa. I mean, if they can't... I feel like... How many games is that? Two, four, six, seven games? feel like getting to getting to a bowl is probably a stretch for them even though it shouldn't be against that schedule but they might have two more wins on the schedule who northwestern and maryland michigan, or michigan state oh maryland's undefeated man put some respect on maryland's name uh, also i think that they're uh, very fraudulent undefeated but uh i mean there's also iowa apparently a heroes game looking at the uh, nebraska website i don't know what that means all right uh kansas at texas texas 140 to 14 uh penn state at northwestern uh this one was uh i'll only put this on here because they were in trouble there for a little bit it seemed like it was tied um, again it was no, tied it could at not half. have been for very long it was tied at half 10 10 yeah uh and anyway they pulled away in 141 to 13 kind of figured would happen game like that uh washington at arizona washington won 41 to 24 uh, usc at colorado this was uh, uh anyway usc wins 48 to 41 um alex grinch is a joke <laughs> and i think anybody that knows anything about college football knew that before the season started and it is hard for me to to take lincoln riley serious as a head coach for keeping alex grinch employed uh as Logan said in succession, he's like, I love you, but you are unserious people. And Lincoln Riley is an unserious coach. I'm sorry. Like he, I just, yeah. it's so funny how all, like all the time, you're like, you'll see the first quarter USC's up like 24 to nothing. And then you're like, I bet, I bet this is going to be a one score game by the end because mm-hmm. of course it always is a one score game by the end. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand how they're so, consistent at this I'm, i mean i get the, i guess the dc but yeah. you know what though so alex grinch terrible defensive coordinator but uh riley didn't give them any favors that game they were literally just still passing it they're you know they're up like 28 points and they're okay they're passing whatever and then it got down 21 they're still just passing it then they're up 14 they're still just passing it then they're up seven i'm like stop passing the ball you gotta run <laughs> clock dude i mean caleb is heisman man the other, I mean, that's the other thing that I've thought about is that, and everybody's like, well, why, why doesn't, you know, why does uh, Riley keep Grinch around? Like, maybe there's like, most DCs don't want to work with Riley because they know that he's going to do this kind of shit. And they know that he's not going to help them. He's not going to give them the resources that they need to recruit defense. 
and Grinch is just going to be left to his own devices. Like Riley doesn't give a shit about defense. So, I mean, maybe it's a, maybe it's a good deal for both of them. Cause Riley doesn't have to worry about it. And Grinch clearly doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Um, Anyway, yeah, they were. But you could just hire a good defensive coordinator, and then just continue, you can continue not caring, just let him run it. I don't understand. The stupid thing is that they were up forty-one to fourteen, mm-hmm. and yep. end up winning forty-eight to forty-one. Yep. Like I said, you it's... just know that some, the other team's going to come back. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I don't know what else to. I, I think we're beating a dead horse. We know Grinch sucks, and USC is going to keep on doing this, and it's going to come back and bite him eventually uh, this season. Maybe. I mean, they got to play Oregon at some point, and maybe Cam Rising will come back for Utah by that game. Who knows? Otherwise, Utah sucks on offense. So, um, Notre Dame at Duke. Quite a game here. Notre Dame wins 21-14. Game day was there. Um, Duke, back-to-back. Yeah. Or Notre Dame, back-to-back nail biters. Yeah. I mean, God, Duke almost had them, man. Like, and then yep. like Hartman had like like what twenty yard run on like fourth and sixteen. Uh-huh. Oh, he didn't get checked. God. He didn't get checked up at like the one inch line he did like versus Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. And um, Duke's quarterback, Furry, uh, Furry. out Hartman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's out. Yeah, Leonard. Uh, sorry, I was laughing not about uh, Leonard being out, but I was laughing about a, a Twitter post that. Hartman made today that looks uh, suspiciously like a furry, and uh, so eh, very interesting, interesting post. Alabama was at Mississippi State. Alabama wins forty to seventeen. LSU at Ole Miss. Ole Miss wins fifty five to forty nine. That game and was fucking that was a fun game to watch. That game was wild. It was so fun to watch. Yeah, I also went to go. Brian Kelly's out there. Blaming his players again. Continue. Oh, that's, what he, that's his thing. I went to go Man, do... It's never st- his fault. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> never. I went to go do something. I feel like LSU went up by like nine points. Yeah, it was. It went to 34-42, eight points. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this game is basically over. And then I came back, sit down, and like, LSU's like trying to score to win the game. And I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was no defense being played. It was that was a fun game. If you yeah, if you don't have any like if you don't have any skin in the game, it was it was a fun fun game to watch. Yeah, I mean you know Ole Miss doesn't like Kiffin doesn't care about defense either. But I don't know what LSU's excuses. They should have good defensive players there. They always do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just. Oh, I did see that they brought they brought back LSU. Did after that embarrassment of giving up that many points, they brought back that dude that's like eighty something years old, Pete uh, Jenkins or something, some legendary defensive line coach, uh, to try to come in there like mid season and give him some tips or something. I don't know. That seems strange. I don't know if it was the defensive line as much as like the DBs being nowhere near the receivers, but you know, whatever. I thought they. I thought they called themselves DBU or they're one of the many yeah, schools well, that, that does that. Well, yeah, everyone calls themselves DBU. Sure. Um, I mean, they, they have had some really good DBs not, not to take anything away from them. Uh, Florida <laughs> at uh, speaking, I mean, just the best game of the week, as far as I'm concerned, Florida was at Kentucky, I, uh, Kentucky, beats them. You? 33 to 14. Oh, it's Get fantastic. Here, this is the most biased I've ever heard. 
I mean, there's nothing biased about hating Florida. They suck. And so Kentucky I'm beating perfectly, them 33-14. I am dead neutral on Florida. Well, Same. you wouldn't be if you had to play them every year. Um, 33-14. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, we've come a long way since Florida could say that Kentucky hadn't beaten them in like uh, 20 years or whatever the number was. And now I think Kentucky has a few in a row, if I remember correctly. So Kentucky pretty great. Back-to-back big wins. Uh Let's see. Wednesday, uh, we actually have some games Wednesday. So we got uh, Jacksonville State at Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee favored by three and a half at eight on ESPNU. So you got that tomorrow. Uh, Jacksonville State, if I remember correctly, are they the ones moving up to or moved up to FBS this year that are ineligible for a bowl? Who knows? Anybody? I don't know. All right. Maybe it was Jackson State. I get the Jackson and Jacksonville State. I don't know. I get everybody... Everything gets uh, jumbled together. Uh, Thursday, we got Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, favored by six and a half at Louisiana Tech at eight on ESPNU as well. Friday, Kansas State at uh, Oklahoma State. Kansas State favored by 11 and a half. That's at 7.30 on ESPN. Saturday, we got LSU favored by six and a half somehow at Missouri at noon on ESPN. And that is Mizzou is undefeated and yes. people have been defending their rank. Their that ranking is undefeated this week. Missouri. Correct. And they are LSU and Vegas still thinks LSU is a touchdown. Better. I think that's too, too low. Uh, are you, are you betting on this one? Andrew? Yeah. Oh, maybe I think that's too low. Yeah. Six and a half. I think that's easy money. All right. I think LSU will also win by a lot. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I maybe I don't think Mizzou is good because they're Mizzou, but I feel like they are not good. Uh, I will I admit, feel like they're very fraudulent. That's what I think. Would you say they're a paper tiger? Yes. Who I have they say. even played this <laughs> year? Damn it, they've played no one. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. They've played. Uh, they've played. No, wait. Somebody told me they played. Uh, they played a ranked team and they beat them. Oh, was it Kansas? Uh, yeah, State? Kansas, State. Kansas State. Yes, but they're not ranked anymore. Well, to be fair, who has LSU played and beaten this year? No one. But Listen, we know that LSU they played, has players. They played uh, ranked Ole Miss close. They do have uh, Missouri. Does have that uh, receiver Luther Burden? He is insane, and I'm surprised he didn't transfer this offseason. Oh well, if they have a good receiver, then it might be bad bad news for LSU because they, they definitely don't have any defensive backs. He has 644 yards so far in five TDs. He's basically a 15 yard average per catch. So LSU wins that game good. easy. Put it on the board. I assume Mizzou does not have a defense either. That's my guess. I don't know. They used to when the uh, Barry Odom dude was there before. Uh, well, that doesn't help them this year. Name? I, LSU I know. also used to have a defense. So sure, great. Sure. I'm just all right. Okay. Yeah, LSU was right. really good when Nick Saban was there. <laughs> All right. Um, next game, we got uh, Maryland at Ohio State. Ohio State favored by 19.5 at 12 on Fox. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I forgot this guy over here. Off Peacock. This guy Maryland talking about. also undefeated, right? Yes. Yeah, he's uh, this guy talking about how good Maryland is and Ohio State's out here favored by 19.5. Well, I never talked anything about Maryland being good. Listen, I would take Maryland and the points. Uh, it's too many points. I would probably either stay away from this or take Maryland with the points. Yeah. 
Too many points. <laughs> Anything over 14 and a half, I, Andrew, I don't really Andrew, like. Andrew's going to bet on Ohio State. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure. I don't bet on my own team. Oh, oh. I don't like that. There are limits. That's one thing that you that's do nice that, that is wise. Yeah. I don't yeah. like to be sad twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had that same uh, rule. I remember when I was in Vegas, I refused to bet on. I can be. I my last time I bet on Ohio State was Ohio State versus Oklahoma when Baker when it was at Ohio State and Baker Mayfield was there and I was in Vegas and I was in a bar full of Oklahoma fans and I put like two hundred dollars on the game. Oof! And then it ended poorly and I was double sad. Double sad. Uh, <clears throat> next game we got Alabama fair by two and or did you have anything else on the Scarlet and Gray corner before I move on to this boring game? No, I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know if there's much to say. I think Maryland uh, kind of sucks. And it seems Marvin like Harrison's going to be okay. Kyle McCord seemed to figure it out at the end of the Notre Dame game. Yeah, it seems like we'll Ohio State's figuring some things out. Um, I, they, I think they win easily. I don't know. I mean, 19 and a half wouldn't surprise me, but it's too much to bet on, in my opinion. Alabama, uh, favored by two and a half at Texas A&M at 3.30 on CBS. That is definitely not enough points. Probably uh, not, but Texas A&M hasn't been awful. Uh, Alabama struggles hard when the other team has a good defense. I don't know. Let's look at uh, let's look at some uh, some stats and see where Texas A&M ranks. Uh, talking about know. scoring defense. Texas, Texas A&M looked real bad versus Miami. <laughs> That's the last thing I remember. Giving, so they're yeah, 33 in the country, giving up 18.6 points per game versus like Alabama's 17 in the country, giving up 14.2 points per game. So only like a four and a half point difference uh, on the whole. Anyway, pro- I would probably still take Alabama, but I probably yeah. did. Didn't a and lose their quarterback also? I can't remember. Uh, Hunter somebody. I don't know. Sure. Why not? Uh, Hunter Hayes something. Hunter, Max Johnson. Like, is, that a, is that a country singer, Hunter Hayes? Sure, I don't know. A country singer or Texas A&M quarterback? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think I would probably take Alabama uh, there. I forgot Syracuse. DJ Durkin was the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. Uh, they, have, uh, they have a couple uh, likable coordinators. You got Durkin and you got Bobby Petrino God. on the other side. So. <laughs> Fantastic. That I forgot. I forgot about Petrino. <laughs> and, and and their head coach is also just a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just a <laughs> super well, so likable team. That he would hire pieces of shit, yeah. Yeah. I wonder who else is there. Wait, where's uh where's speaking of uh speaking of shitty people, where's Kendall Bryles? I forget. Oh, he's at um Is he at Ole Miss? No, he's at is he? um, he's at TCU. TCU. Yeah. He's at TCU. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Steve, Steve Adazio is on the Texas A&M staff. Oh shit! And uh, James Coley, he did a year or two in uh, at UGA. I don't know any of the these other guys. I don't. Elijah Robinson sounds kind of familiar. Where was he at? Anyway, all right, we're. That was a Penn State uh, former player. DJ Durkin looks about 40 years older without a hat on. Wow. He looks a little like Sandusky without the hat. Oof. All right. Anyway, on that note, let's move along. Um, <clears throat> Syracuse at uh, UNC. UNC favored by eight and a half at 
3.40 of all times on ESPN. In the morning. Uh, I, I feel like this is not a high enough line. Syracuse just got blown out by Clemson, so I don't, I don't know, man. They're four and one. Uh, uh-huh. UNC is very much a paper tiger. I feel like a, a four and zero. Oh. However, yeah, I think Syracuse Trick is May, shit. baby. Yeah, he's gonna put up points. I mean, I'm sure Syracuse will probably score as well, but I think UNC will win by more than nine. I think the problem for Drake May so far has been he's been putting up almost as many interceptions as TDs. He's got five TDs and four interceptions, so uh, not wonderful. It looks like they've been doing most of their TDs through their running back, Hampton. He's got seven TDs, so that's interesting. All right. Um, Wake Forest at Clemson. Uh, Clemson fair by 20 and a half at 330 on the ACC network. Why is this on here? None of those teams are ranked. Uh, we usually talk about our teams unless we're playing an FCS program. There we go. Whatever. You got anything, yeah, Tom, or watching them. move on? No, I haven't watched this team since week one. <laughs> <laughs> will you, will you uh, watch them if they make it to the ACC my... championship game? <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't watch the ACC championship game last year. Oh, my God. This guy. Man. It... Listen. Listen. My, my weekends have been all filled with joy. I have had no stress. <laughs> I don't All know. All fall has been amazing. But My didn't you friends, have to like, watch I'm LSU last week? Yeah, but I, I, I mean, it, I guess that's not it your was team. Still a fun game for yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for Katie, but like for me, it's <laughs> a really fun game to watch. Um, I mean, at some point, I'm sure I will have more of an emotional bond or connection with LSU. But like for now, it's yeah. I don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, you know, my I girlfriend her said. and the game fun. Yeah. Well, I was um, just going to say, my girlfriend's an Alabama fan. I don't really have an emotional connection to them. I mean, I watch like a lot of football anyway, so I tend to watch their games yeah. too. So, but that's so yeah. So like, yeah. I've been watching just the big games of the week every weekend. It's been really nice. Like a couple weeks ago, you know, Clemson had that like a you know heartbreaking loss to Florida State. I'm like in this group text with all my old college buddies. They are like not having a good time. I'm like, guys, it's been a great day. I don't know what's what's going on. So I don't know. And I, nice. I wish I could just not care if my team suddenly had a had a stupid loss like that. But I'm I'm masochistic and I'm they're gonna, all stupid I'm losses. Watch. When I was when I was like, you know, years ago when I would when I would you know put myself through this this shit and I would feel awful. I'd be like, oh well, you know, these awful feelings when we lose, it's okay because like it feels so good when you win one of those games or whatever. But like, it does based on what really. I've seen from Clemson. Well, but even still, it, well those. Those highs feel really good, but like based oh, on what I've seen yeah. from Clemson for the past like year and a half, two years, I don't think any of those wins are coming anytime uh-uh. soon. Like we're either gonna like beat bad teams by a lot or <laughs> have our hearts broken. There's no like you know winning that close tight game anymore, and like so like it's the lows are never like there's never gonna be any highs that are worth the lows. I so you know I whatever. I sped <clears throat> I sped run that emotional gambit. Uh, in the Notre, in the Notre Dame, Dame game yeah. of like, can't believe we yeah. fucking suck. We got to get rid of Ryan Day. This is all shit. And then just like pure ecstasy at the end of like, oh, yes. Exactly. Exactly. And then that's and then the, those highs make those lows so worth it. But like if you don't get the highs, it's, nah, I'll just I'll just have like fun, all right. fun, peaceful weekends, man. I I mean that you know what good for you I'm unfortunately Thanks, I'm I'm tied to uh, tied to this shit like whether it, it whether it goes well or it doesn't and uh, and uh, I will say that I've 
had enough things go on in my personal life where the the, the losses don't bother me quite as much when they do happen. Just I think it's perspective and just being older and uh, other shit happening. Also, um, some nice things like happening. What you're saying, yeah, yeah. Well, like that's the problem. Like I think, like aside from this, aside from football, my life is really good. And yeah. so, like, I hate that there's one stupid thing can like have such an effect on me negatively. And so, like, especially like you know, it's noon on a Saturday, and like we something happens and we have a heartbreaking loss and now my whole weekend's ruined. That sucks, man. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, that's cool that you have that perspective where you can get past the loss really quickly. I mean, I I've also been that. through some devastating losses to where I don't know that anything can yeah. touch me at this point. So, eh, I, feel, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. You're up on a high now. You wait. It's going to come. Yeah. You're riding a wave yeah, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It'll, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, sure. This weekend, uh, but anyway. it's it, but even it's not it's not just like one loss. It's just like when you see like this like steady decline of the team, and you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and you're like, I only see like sadness and despair in my future, so I don't need this. Which you, I don't think, are anywhere close to. So it's a little different. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Colorado. Let, let's see if they're uh, if they're star continues to fall here. They're favored by four and a half at Arizona state at six 30 on the PAC 12 network. If you get that on your refrigerator, uh, screen, but yeah, I, I, I think they're just going to continue to, uh, to nosedive as the season goes on. Um, Colorado last week has made me a lot of money. <laughs> it's been very, been like a lot of money. It's very good. You mean people jumping on them on the bandwagon or what? I'm saying the color me money. Oh. I am surprised. I thought you would have taken USC minus 21 last week. No, no way. Yeah, but they, yeah, I mean, they, they got Grinch on defense, so. I know, but I'm sure you weren't feeling good in like the second quarter, man. Uh Oh, no, I felt pretty bad for a bit. And then <laughs> I was yes. like, yeah, here we go again. Right. De- Dion like wasn't going to let the Oregon game happen again. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Next game. Kentucky at UGA. Uh, UGA fared by 14 and a half at seven on ESPN. Too many. So Too many. I get to be um, I'm anxious before every single game, but I get to be anxious all day until 7 p.m. So that's going to be fun. Um, 14 and a half is, I mean, I think I said it earlier. I don't really like anything over about 14 points. So even Ohio State at 19 and a half, I don't like that. Uh, and Kentucky's a lot better team than Maryland is. Um, well, are they? Yeah, I mean, I think so. They're undefeated. They play pretty well on defense. They don't have a good passing game. They have a really good running game. Um, some issues have to be fixed from last week. All of my concerns about rushing uh, defense have to be addressed this week. They rushed for about like 380 yards on Florida last week. Um However, they don't... I don't understand how teams can rush for that much when the other team knows that that is all that's coming. It just blows my mind. Well, I will... <laughs> uh, and that is, I guess, what I have um, some faith in, is that I, I I know that there are good defensive coaches, including the head coach at Georgia, that are able to see what I can see. Uh, uh, you know, I don't do this full-time. And if it can be fixed, um, then... You know, the, all of the issues uh, regarding, like I said, over-pursuit by the ends last week, um, 
I think that that sort of thing can be can be fixed uh, potentially. Well, I mean, I'm saying over pursuit, um, and there's uh, which is kind of uncharacteristic. They Georgia doesn't tend to have in prior years a ton of sacks. They tend to try to keep quarterbacks in the pocket. Um, running quarterbacks are their their problem. And the running the quarterback at uh, at Kentucky has negative seventeen yards rushing on the year. So um, that Robbie Ashford. But they have kid, a really good running back. They have a good running back, and they they do have a good running back. Doesn't run. But I'm saying, like, sorry, they have a good running game, and their quarterback isn't even involved. No, he's not. I mean, he's not going to run this week. You know, there that uh, I think it's Devin Leary. He he's not a running uh, quarterback. the The problem with Kirby Smart teams is always the running quarterback teams and. Uh, they were Auburn was able to scheme up some shit with both of their quarterbacks they played last week to run both of them. Um, I will give Hugh Freeze uh, one thing: um, he's a shitty human being. Uh, he's good at drawing up an offensive game plan with what he has to work with. Um, but yeah, heard it here first. Andy endorses Hugh Freeze. Yep, does it sound like to me? Not what I said. All right. Michigan, favored by 19.5 at Minnesota. Michigan's favored by night. All right. I repeated that. I'm getting tired. Uh, That's at 7.30 on NBC, which is interesting to me because the next game is on ABC. Um, Notre Dame, favored by 6.5 at Louisville at 7.30 on ABC. Why is that interesting to you? Because Notre Dame's always on NBC. And this Michigan game. When they're at home, they're on NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Away. I don't know. They're it's just weird to see it like back to back on the outline here, like that. Uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> this Continue. could be. This could well to back up a game. This could be a okay. game where PJ Fleck gets fired. Is he doing that bad? Uh, I, I mean, really... they they lost to Northwestern. <laughs> okay. He's, yeah, that's he's, pretty bad. He's not getting any better. And well, they're three and two right now. Um. They have wins over Nebraska, Eastern Michigan, and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Eesh. Mm. Schedule I mean, doesn't get like a, any easier. They're probably an eight and four team at the at the most, the very most. I don't the eight. Where are they going to get five wins with this schedule? I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying at the most they're the, losing got, to Michigan. They're losing mm-hmm. probably to Iowa. They're losing to Ohio State. They're losing to Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, they could. They oh might have. God. They might have three more wins on the schedule. I'm saying that it's more likely that they go six and six than they go eight and four. I'm just saying that they could. Like the ceiling is eight and four, and I don't really see that happening. I think six and six is probably uh, a more likely situation than eight and four. Right. So. You think they fire him midseason? They'll be three and three at that point. I don't think that he'll make it out of the season. PJ Fleck, after his oh, like the third year when he did really well, when he had like eleven yeah. wins or so, he's just kind of been like. Meh. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what Minnesota's expectations are. I feel like they wait till the end of the season though. Depends how if they if they lose to Michigan State, that means they lose their uh, next three games. Yeah. He's done. Sure. That would be bad. Um, anything on the Notre Dame at Louisville game? Notre Dame favored by six and a half. 
No, I I don't I have not honestly watched any of Louisville. I know they're undefeated. Uh but I don't know anything about them. Okay. Your game of the week. We got uh Red River shootout. We got Oklahoma versus Texas. Texas fair by six and a half at noon on ABC. I'm, yeah. pr- I'm proud of you for picking a good game of the week this 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 week, man. I mean, there's not really a lot of uh, choice here. The other sure, but but I, I mean, I, I'm surprised I didn't get a message from you earlier in the day asking if we should put Kentucky at UGA there. So you know, <laughs> it is two undefeated teams, but the spread is too. Oh my god! Oh, oh boy, <laughs> you could say spread wise that Alabama Texas A and M. But I wouldn't say that with a straight face over Red River Shootout. So, no, I wasn't going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Still proud of you. Thank you. Um, I'm still not entirely sure how good uh, Oklahoma is, but so far, they've been good. The good news is uh, I'm also not entirely sure how good Texas is. (laughs) That's true. Same. Same. (laughs) Um, I don't know what to expect from this. Neutral site game. Obviously, one of the two, uh, two or three, I believe, uh, annual neutral site games between rivals. Um, so yeah, Dylan Gabriel so far, it's seems... got almost sixteen hundred yards uh, yeah. and fifteen TDs, two interceptions for Oklahoma. Seems good. It seems like uh, Oklahoma kind of figured out an offense finally. I know yeah. that last year, like Gabriel had like an okay season last year, but they still were kind of like. Not great offensively last year. Um, Here's the thing. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, here's the thing. Oklahoma, let's let's see who they've played so far. They're putting up good numbers against shitty teams. Arkansas State, they beat 73 to nothing. SMU 28 to 11. Uh, A little close for me against SMU, but whatever. Uh, Tulsa 66 to 17. Cincinnati 20 to 6. Iowa State fifty to twenty. Um, not exactly a murder. Putting up points. Yeah, for sure. Um, Texas has had a tougher schedule so far. They had Rice, Alabama, Wyoming, Baylor, <laughs> and Kansas. So a couple ranked games in there. At least Kansas was at the time they played last week. Um, probably. Uh, so Wyoming's also yeah. a decent. A decent. Correct. Five school. I think Texas has been tested more so far, but uh, Oklahoma has looked good against who they've played. So I don't know what else we can say other than that. Other than that, this should be a pretty fun game. Your turd of the week is. Um, I contemplated sure? a, a couple of these. Are you sure you haven't used these? Are you sure you haven't used either of these? Well, teams? I had to look. I had uh, I had a couple options. Yeah, lucky we skipped some weeks. Yeah, probably. Uh, Boston College at Army. I think Boston College is one of the worst uh, P5 teams. Um, Evidenced by the fact that Army is favored by three, and that's at noon on CBS uh, Sports Network. So there you go. Um, Pretty turdy. Halfley's going to get fired, and he's going to make a good defensive coordinator again somewhere. I don't know why you anybody would watch this over LSU, Mizzou, uh, even Maryland at Ohio State, but this is uh, this is definitely very turdy. So we used our Boston College turd this week. Your Pac-12 after dark game of the week is Arizona at USC. It's fair by twenty-one and a half. 
at 10.30 on ESPN. As shitty as Arizona is, I think we all know that 21.5 for USC, regardless of who they're playing, is probably too much to stay away from that or bet the other way. But we didn't tell you that. Andrew, would you bet the other way? Would I bet... I don't know. Arizona... Well, no. Would I bet USC to win this 21.5? Yes. No, if I was going to bet this game, I would bet... I would not bet this game, but I would bet the not. I would bet USC not to cover. But I will. Yeah. Isn't Arizona really bad? I mean, I yes. guess they're twenty-one point dogs, but I they are not, bad. Ugh. I am not betting USC spreads this whole season. I will bet USC money lines, and that's it. You did last week. Hmm? Well, hmm? that's because we had the Didn't... Colorado. I was me more betting on Colorado than USC. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, that was your Pac-12 ride. Uh, Arizona last week only lost to Washington by a touchdown, by the way. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, well. Something to keep in mind. Another reason not to, uh, take those 21 and a half points for USC. Um, I think we are now due for pickums. Um, I'm not going to go over the ones from two weeks ago because they were too far away, but I will just go over the records from two weeks ago. Uh, Tom went okay. two and three. Andy went two and three. Me and Vegas went five and one. Hell oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. Shenanigans. You guys, you guys all thought Tennessee was going to beat Florida. Yeah. You fools. Yeah, we did. You know. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. So that brings your current season standings to Andy in last place at six and nine. Nice. Nice. Tom in third place at eight and seven. Me in second place at ten and six. And Vegas in first at eleven and five. Brings us to this week. Wait. Yes. Hmm? How? How do you have sixteen and I only have fifteen? Math. Uh, I don't know. Ooh. And Andy only has fifteen. Ooh, shenanigans. The math ain't mathin'. Oh, this should be six. No, this is right. Five and five, because that's ten. Oh, this is four and one. Yeah, not five and one. This fucking cheater, man. Yep. Wow. It keeps trying to... This is great, because it's doing the classic Excel thing of like, hey, are you just trying to make a date here? No, Excel, (laughs) fuck off. All right, Vegas ten and five. Right. I'm nine and six. All right, okay, okay. All right. So Vegas. really, we should just bet with Vegas. Well, that's this is what the point is. We're trying to do. Can you beat Vegas? So far, uh, no. So far, you cannot. <laughs> no, I cannot. No, I cannot. Tom, you're still doing better than technically doing better than Vegas, quote unquote. Than me? Oh. Andy's okay. losing money. Tom, you're making money. Hey, we're doing it. All right. No. Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. Texas is a six and a half point favorite, which I believe we say that is going to be a cover the spread. Tom, does Texas cover the spread? Yeah, they win by a touchdown. Andy? Yes. Uh, I am also going yes, that Texas covers that spread. And that means Vegas will also go yes. Okay. Uh, up next. So, congratulations, OU. Andy didn't yeah, have congratulations this. on the win. Uh, Andy didn't have this one on his previews, but here we are. Washington State at UCLA. UCLA is a three and a half point favorite. 
so Vegas will. So we're gonna pick straight up. Vegas is gonna pick UCLA. Boy, I have not. Um, I have not kept up Oof, with UCLA yeah. this season. I, I am to, not familiar with these teams. <laughs> to, to, no, why, why are you putting pack teams? On That's why undefeated. I didn't really care. Uh, we had two pack games on here. What is this? Yeah, yeah. I'm going this? to say, boy, I'm going to go with Wazoo Damn. on this one. I'm going Wazoo. Andy, uh, hold on one second. Nope. I'm just gotta pick. Gotta pick. Uh, gotta pick. God. Gotta pick. Gotta pick. Um. Gotta pick. Uh, we're we're picking straight up, right? Yes. I lost my page. Um, I'm gonna go to UCLA. Tomas. Ah. It's at UCLA. Is at UCLA. Uh, so on a neutral field, they think it's pretty much pick them. And the game is at. It'll be noon local kick. I'm gonna go Wazoo. I think. Wow, split. All right, up next, Alabama at Texas A&M. Bama is a two and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? I will always pick Bama unless the other team starts giving me a reason. But A&M couldn't even beat Miami. Come on, Andy. Uh, Bama. My girlfriend doesn't listen to this anymore. That's not the factor. Wow. I don't. I don't believe in Petrino and uh, and all them. Jimbo. I don't really believe in uh, in uh, in Milrow either. But I think that Bama has more. Uh, I'm going Bama, and your Lockhart Cole pick is Bama wins by at least ten points. Well, why you always do this on the? Why do you have to do this? Last? Yeah, congrats to A and M on the win. How are you doing? I'm beating all of yous in the pickups. How's your Lockhart Cole picks doing so far? Uh, they're one and one. Well, that doesn't count. You didn't pick no, anything last week, yeah? Nothing came to me last week. <sighs> nothing. Well, it's because we didn't do one last week. Uh, oh. Vegas will go with Bama. Up next, we have Notre Dame at Louisville. Congrats, Aggies. Uh, Notre Dame is a six and a half point favorite, so we're going to go against the cover. Like I said, I don't know anything about Louisville, but I think Notre Dame. I feel like if Notre Dame lost that game last week, they were going to spiral a little bit. And I would have said no, but since they won, I'm going to say yes. Oh, also Vegas is saying yes. I don't like this. Um, I don't feel great about Louisville. I think that Notre Dame is a pretty uh, solid team. I think that Notre Dame covers. I want to say that Louisville... Had a close game last week with NC State, but I don't remember because I. They did. I they they won by they won by three points. Yeah, and NC State I feel like is not good at all. So I'm gonna also pick Notre Dame to cover. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I don't like and this. We're unanimous on three out of four so far. Last up, yeah. we have Colorado at Arizona State. Colorado. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be four of four, but let's see. Colorado is a four point yeah. favorite. Tom, who wins the game? Colorado. Andy. Uh. Um. Yeah. Colorado. Uh, I am going Sun Devils here. Give me ASU. All right. Cool. And then Vegas is going to go Colorado. 
So there's your pickums. There they are. There they are. What questions do we have? Uh, let's see. A Kentucky fan asks, given Georgia has the easiest schedule in the history of football, big facts, how big of a disappointment will the team be if it doesn't go undefeated in the regular season? Andy? Oh. Um, I also have a follow-up question when he's done. Oh, yeah. There's also a follow-up question by the same question asker. Yeah. Uh, um, uh. Well, it's... And I don't think that it's facts that it's the easiest history. Um, I think that it would be... I think I already said at the beginning of the season that it would be... I can't remember the exact words that I use. I've had a little bit to drink, but my memory's a little fuzzy. I do remember... I can't remember if I said anything less than undefeated would be a disappointed disappointment, but that sounds about right. Um, it would be a disappointment with the schedule. Um, Who? However, with this last week, I have seen some holes in the team, and the I'm I'm not sure if the defensive front has the big names like the Jordan Davises and Jalen Carters that are now playing with the Eagles. Uh, I don't know that we have that. They have a couple, but they're like true freshmen. And I don't know if they're willing to let them take their lumps out there. The other option was Barry Alexander who transferred to USC and is probably going to be completely wasted in Alex Grinch's uh, defense. Um, so at least hopefully he's in, he's enjoying those uh, luxury cars in his penthouse in in LA because I'm assuming he's probably not going to be a top 10 pick. Like he probably would have been at UGA if he'd stayed there, but you know, at least he's living large while he's in college. Um, let me give you. Know, what, what, what your let thing? me let me give you a scenario. What okay. is what is more disappointing to you? You lose to Florida, knocking you out of the SEC title game. Ooh, or why would that knock them out of the SEC? Title I don't think game? it would knock us out. But this, continue. It, 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 say it could. Okay. Okay. It could. It could. Florida's one and one. If Florida wins out, not theoretically. If, okay. okay, but this is this is a made-up scenario. Okay. You're going to argue with the next thing too. <laughs> okay, just continue. Florida beats you in the S- in the SEC East, and they go to the they knock Georgia out of the SEC title game. You know whether it's Kentucky or Missouri or Tennessee or someone else goes. Georgia does okay. not go to the SEC title game, or you okay. lose to Georgia Tech at the end of the season. And we go to the SEC title game. And you go to the SEC title game. They don't even care about Georgia Tech. This is the easiest question. I mean, yeah. Oh man, Georgia Tech fans are, are are so annoying. If they if they ever pull off, like if they ever pull a win out of their ass, they're so insufferable because that's the only game they care about. And we don't really care about the game so much as like we just don't want to have them shit talking us because it's the only game they care about, and we don't really care about it as much. To Tom's point, um, I don't know. I'm debating this in my head. The good thing is I don't live in Georgia at the moment, so I don't have to listen to the shit talking from Georgia Tech fans if they do win, although there aren't that many of them. I guess I would probably take the Georgia Tech loss. Okay, now my follow-up question. Do you think anyone on your schedule finishes in the top 25 this year? Um, who else do we have the rest of the way? We got, um, I don't know. I think, well, I thought Tennessee was going to be a little bit better than they are right now. Um, I would have thought Tennessee would be like, what, what, are, what are the lower end of the 20, 
the twenties are usually like a nine and three, eight and four team for the most part. Like I could see Tennessee uh, and Kentucky being down there somewhere. Uh, I think so Ole Miss. Well, Ole Miss is probably Ole Miss is probably gonna finish with three losses max. I think we'll probably end up playing teams. Like, I, do I think there's gonna be any, any in the top ten? No, uh, obviously not. But uh, I, I, the, I, I didn't realize you guys played Ole Miss, but that would. I guess that would be the only one, maybe. I think well, that Tennessee and Kentucky will probably dumb games though. I think Kentucky will probably be in the top twenty-five because, like, like I said, we usually get to the get to the end, and you know, there's like nine and three, eight and four teams rounding out the top twenty-five. So I think that's not unreasonable for them. But yeah. Um, the he had a follow-up question. Uh, I'm not sure how serious it was, but why won't Bobo just run the dang ball? Yeah, they're passing more this year than last year. Part of that's been, like I said, the I think it's the offensive line. The run blocking, like I said, has not been great. Uh, part of that is probably because they've had two two running backs out, so they've been having to use uh, Dylan Bell, who's a receiver, kind of as like a Debo Samuel type role, and use him as a running back for like half of his snaps. Um, he's kind of a a bigger wide receiver anyway, um, like shorter but like pretty stocky. Uh, so he kind of fits as a running back. That they may need to think about just moving him to that. Uh, anyway, yeah, the the running has been like five percent less than this time last year. So we'll see if that trend holds. Okay. Uh, an Illinois fan asks, "Does Bama A and M come down to last play for the third year in a row?" I say no. I didn't because... realize it's been two. Yeah. Because I think Bama wins big. I don't know about big, but I think that they win. Big. I don't know if Milrose is good enough for for them to win big. Um, big. No, Texas A&M is bad enough for them to win big. Okay. Uh, a Texas fan asks, if Georgia stumbles, could the SEC miss the playoff altogether for the first time ever? Uh, uh, no. I think it depends Probably who... Not, but... I don't know. There's... I... There's kind of there's some scenarios floating out there of you know things if you have man I don't know like okay if Notre Dame wins out their one loss is gonna be a last second <laughs> game where they had ten guys on the field uh then you could have an undefeated Pac-12 team you could have one of three undefeated teams coming out of the Big Ten. You could have Texas Oklahoma coming out of the Big Twelve undefeated. We'd never have this many undefeated teams at the end of the year. You could though. Yeah. You could. You could. You usually have like gonna. usually have two at the most. So if we have a Georgia loss and say Georgia loses out, I say, oh man, because I think it, so. If Georgia loses out, then it would basically come down to Georgia or Notre Dame or wins out, and to come down to Georgia Notre Dame for the last spot, they're going to take Georgia. Right. But if that say Georgia's loss is pretty pretty hosed at this say Georgia's loss comes in the SEC title game, but the thing is with Notre Dame, and this is where the playoff committee changes their minds every year. uh, Notre Dame doesn't have that extra data point, as they call it, with the conference championship game. So if they hold to a form that they held in the past, which was that that extra data point of that game against a top ranked opponent opponent means something, Notre Dame is missing that. So yes, they would have 
the one loss at the end of the game, but they're also missing that additional data point. But so if if the SEC's one loss, especially like some a team like Georgia, what if it came in the SEC title game? Then it's kind of like a neutral. Yeah. They kind of cancel each yeah. other out. Then it's kind of a it could be kind of a wash, but it is an extra an extra game, even if the loss. Also, you, you don't really like to have that loss at the end of the year. You want to have it early in the year, like Notre Dame did, where some of the voters forget about it and whatnot. So it could be. It I don't know. That's an interesting question because because yeah. we don't have the Alabama juggernaut to kind of prop some teams up if they beat them. Right now, not to say Alabama couldn't get there, but they do not look like the Saban of old. Uh... He looked. He looked def- like they. They won like last week, obviously, but he looked like I, I saw some photo of him walking through the tunnel. That man looked old. Finally, do you, do you think he's almost done? Yeah, I, I think that next, he is. Next two years, he is. He is like he looks exhausted right now. Yeah. Um, like worn down. I, I, I don't know if he actually is, but I think for his own health, I think he I might. Mean, he's seventy-one, man. There's better things I mean, to do I, in I life just, than kill yourself over this shit. But whatever. I just assumed he was gonna go down the like paternal path and just like coach until he dies but, dude you know. he looked he looked rough this uh, was i will say so far watching this season that this is the most un nick saban team i've seen they're they're just making mental mistakes which is a thing that saban teams do not do at well, least that, on a regular that was, basis that was last year they set records for how many penalties they had they were undisciplined so i think it's but to your point they don't look I don't think they look like a Saban team last year, and I, they don't look like it this year. Last year, they were kind of saved well, by having Bryce had, Young. Yeah, they had a Bryce crutch. Yeah, this year they have a Jalen Milrow crutch, and that is uh, not a good crutch. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's the greatest coach to ever coach this game. Sure. And I think that he has a lot of pride in that he would not want to leave when Alabama, not that Alabama, Alabama's lost one game. We're talking like they've lost like four games. Sure. But right, like I don't think he, he think he has a lot of pride of like he wouldn't want to be like, well, going's getting tough. Time to get out of here. I think he also, but on the other side of the coin, I don't think that he would want to stick around because they're never going to fire him. Well, like sure. I don't think he ever wants to get to the point where he, where they're like, He's a detriment to the team. Where he's a detriment and he's hurting the program. Like, I think he would be like, yeah, I don't... Things are at a bad place now. I don't have it in me to get it... To spend two or three more years getting it back to where it is. That's the thing. Like, I think he has enough pride to be like, yeah, it. it's gotten away from me a little bit, if it has. And be like, I... You know, the, the program's better off if I uh, ride off into the sunset and... I will help the team however I can, etc. Again, Alabama's lost one game, <laughs> so it's yeah. it's kind of like a funny discussion of like, well, throw the dirt on Alabama. They lost one game, and it was a close one to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Shit's over. I mean, uh, the the question came up, <laughs> so we're spitballing here. Uh, okay, I'm gonna read this one real quick because it made me laugh. Uh, a UNC fan asked, "Should Sam Hartman play in full furry costume?" Uh, I thought yes. that's what he's doing with his beard. He is trying to become a furry nice. without the suit. Well, maybe. There you go. Um, all right. This is a fun question. I like this question. An Iowa State fan asks, a friend of the program, Carl, you may remember him. Uh, 
He says he's going to give us four teams in the same conference with currently identical records without looking up any of these teams and the remaining schedule. And since the G5 conference, I know Tom would say looking up the remaining schedule still wouldn't help him. You each have to pick one team from that group and you cannot pick one that someone else chooses. Whoever chooses the team that finishes the season with the best record wins. The teams are as follows. Akron, Kent State, Ball State, and Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois. Okay, Tom picks Northern Illinois. Uh, yeah, I'll, I know. I'll go with him. Did you not read the instructions that you cannot choose something that's already been chosen? I was not since, listening. Since you All violated, right. I get to pick next. <laughs> I am going to give me the zips. That's, that's a good one. All right, Zip I'm reading all, through the question here's, now. Here's everything I know about the Zips and everyone on this team. They played Indiana pretty close, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> Zips are Akron? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I guess I'm going to go with Kent State. If I do remember correctly, too, from... Uh, remembering right, I think... Kent State and Ball State have not looked good this year at all. But they all have the same record. Oh, yeah. They're all trash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. There you go. They're all one and four. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I think Kent I'll State's. Like I think Kent State's real bad. Hold on. Let's just for funsies. Let's look. They're up all bad. They're all bad. We're gonna look up where they're at in the FPI just for funsies. Uh, all of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Northern Illinois is 107th. Good. 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 Okay. Um, Ball State, who we did not pick, is 124th. Okay. Kent. <laughs> Kent State is second to last. Is 132nd. <laughs> And Akron is fifth to last at 128th. So God. the best team on here is Northern Illinois at 107th. Wow. The only reason I picked Northern Illinois is I think their mascot's like a dog or something. Yeah. Boston That's College is still them. ranked ahead of them, they're, I think. They're the Huskies. And Northern Illinois used to be known yeah. as the Giant Slayer. Oh, hey, Boston College ranked. It beat Northern, or Northern Illinois beat Boston College. Hey, look at that. What, this year? But that doesn't mean anything. Yes, this year. 27-24. Oh, okay. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, head-to-head wins don't mean anything in FPI. <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> I just mean them beating Boston College is not an indication of anything. Boston oh, College shit, is terrible. Fair. Well, uh, Boston College is still ranked uh, like 13 uh, places higher than them in FPI. Oh, Tom, good news. Akron and Northern Illinois <laughs> yeah. play each other this weekend. <laughs> Oh, perfect. We're gonna we'll, we'll figure out. <laughs> Settle this we'll on the some, field. We'll get some clarity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other questions? Uh, that was it. Okay. Um, we have no emails. Send us your emails to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. Wow. And we will review that. Uh, we're missing updates on the assembly line. Um, I mean, in fairness, we have not. Oh, oh, hey, not, not oh. anything. <laughs> no, 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 in no, no. fairness, we have, okay. we have not. We've had a podcast <laughs> in three weeks. We have not. So maybe she just thought. Oh, okay. Maybe she just thought that it's it, that the podcast is over. I don't know. Oh no, yeah. it's never over. She hasn't. She, she hasn't asked. So clearly, she cares a lot. But oh, you know, okay. Maybe she's like, she's wow. like, oh, my long nightmare is over. I'm I don't hurt. Know. 
I am I am incredibly hurt. All right. Um, well, that that'll do it for this week. And uh, enjoy the football this weekend. And tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.